0: Warning. Ian
1: hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Dave. Holy shit, Dave. By the time this episode comes out, you are going to be, what, a day or two away from your wedding?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, two days away. Coming up quick.
1: Have those jitters kind of shaken out? Are you okay? Are you you waiting to bolt for the door? Like, what's happening?
2: (laughs) No, man. I'm more I'm ready just to get the wedding part. We were we were debating even whether to do a wedding or not, mm-hmm. so I kind of just want to get the wedding part over with.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have some good stories next week, I would hope.
2: Oh yeah, man. I have a great group of rare type of people at this wedding, so <laughs> something's bound to happen.
1: Let me ask you this before we get started. Is it a DJ or a live band?
2: Um no. However, We might schedule a reception Mm -hmm. like party later in the year, and there could be a live band there.
1: Ah, so this is actually the wedding ceremony, but not a reception afterwards. Yeah, nothing real big, no. Gotcha. The follow-up was going to be, well, are you going to play your music at said reception?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No. I'll play my music, but I don't give a shit. I'm not playing anything country, I can tell you that.
1: I'm a little bit country. You're a little bit rock and roll. I get it. Oh yeah, for sure. That's an old reference. <clears throat> All right. Wow, what a way to start off the show. You were at a wedding, weren't you? I was indeed, and they did not allow me to play any of the music. Oh. Yeah, they didn't. Even though they promised me, they did not play Carly Rae Jepsen.
2: Okay. Oh gosh, man.
1: What the fuck? I know. Yeah. That would have actually got me out on the dance floor. Wow. Dago did did the d- <laughs> d- dance floor. That would have actually gotten so. me out on the dance
2: floor. Oh God.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that didn't happen. So, yay, weddings. Weddings are so much fun. Yeah. I think on that note, because we do have a lot to talk about, I have a brand new segment that we are premiering on tonight's show. It's called Ian's Insights. And I think we need to get to that right now.
2: Let's go.
0: This show-
1: All right, Dave. So I missed having a mic in front of my face. I missed oh, yeah. being able to talk with you, to talk to the audience, talk to all the haters out there. And I thought, without the Ian Hates movie show right now, since, you know, Kelly is off traveling, I don't really get to vent about life in general. So mm-hmm. I figured, why not share my insights with everyone? So this is the first segment of Ian's Insights, and in this one, we are going to focus on comedy shows and movies, all right? All right. But not specifics, just the act of going to a comedy okay. show and a movie I see theater. where this is going. You see where? Yeah. So last week, and I know this isn't necessarily music-related, but believe me, there will be many parts of the segment in future episodes, in future episodes, there we go, that will deal with more music-related things. But this one, I talked about last week how I had Anthony Jeselnik tickets, and because I knew I would have no time to go see Infinity War, I also bought Premiere 10.30 p.m. IMAX 3D tickets.
2: Yeah, sounds like a hell of a night, really.
1: It was a hell of a night, that is for sure. Now, I do want to warn people, not even warn, I want to let everyone calm down. I will not be doing any spoilers whatsoever. You don't have to skip ahead. I am not like all the dickbags on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> that as soon as they saw the movie, they just went complete spoilers no matter what. And by, by the way, for people – and I'm stuttering a lot tonight. I mean, I think it's the wedding and everything that I went to. But yeah. spoilers aren't just saying, hey, this happened in a movie. Spoilers are also coming out of the movie going – I'm sad. I can't believe they did this. I'm so shocked. You know, all that kind of stuff is still a spoiler. Oh, yeah. Still a spoiler. People are very, very selfish. And I think that is the point that I'm going to be kind of encompassing. So don't worry. I will not be talking about anything to actually do with Infinity War besides the experience of being in the theater.
2: Okay, thank goodness, because I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to ruin this for anyone. Like, normally, I don't care if someone tells me a spoiler about a movie, because most of the time, I've guessed what's going to happen, Yeah, and I'll know a little bit about it. Like, it's not a big deal for me, but I know that there are so many people that spoilers really does ruin their time. Plus, let's not forget, these are people who have changed their life around or not have an or don't have Enough of a life, anyways, to go to an early screening of a movie. You know what I mean? Like people can't just change their whole lives and drop everything to go see a fucking three and a half hour movie. So you have to give people time. Yeah, yeah, give them time, man. So let's start with a comedy show, and we're gonna start talking about etiquette here, especially with a comedian like Anthony Jeselnik, who has a flow to his comedy you know what I mean yeah. like he yeah. starts that one-liner the way you think it's going to begin and end and then he you know he does that quick turn and there you go but he leaves a space in between no one should be talking while a comedian no. is on stage Oh God, no! the only thing you should be doing is laughing or maybe groaning even though I don't even agree with that you should be <laughs> laughing if you like the comedian you should be laughing you should not be shouting out Random things in the "quote unquote" dead spots of the comedian set.
2: No, that's ridiculous, and I've I've never gone to like a comedian set before. So I mean, I'm sure there's a whole list of etiquette you can go into that you're probably about to go into. Well, that would piss me off.
1: To be quite honest, that's really the only thing. I mean, the comedian himself or herself they have to worry about a lot of stuff going on. But you, as the viewer, should just be sitting there laughing. There should be nothing else that you are doing whatsoever. You shouldn't have to explain a joke to the person sitting next to you. You shouldn't ever shout out to the comedian unless the comedian specifically points at you and asks you a question.
2: Yeah, definitely. And did he ask anyone a question?
1: Yes. He does do like one or two people he'll normally focus in on for like one question or something. (laughs) But other than that, there's no other reason. Now, this, this doesn't just go for him. It goes for every single comedian ever. When did it become commonplace for people just to think the show is about them?
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. They're called hecklers typically, right?
1: Yeah, in a way, but even just really dumb people. Like hecklers will normally happen when the comedian isn't good. Yeah, But you can also expand that definition to anyone who speaks for sure. You definitely can do that. But these people weren't heckling Anthony because he's really fucking funny.
2: Yeah, um, and how funny would be if he pointed you out and asked you what you did for a living, Ian?
1: I would have very much enjoyed that because I would have loved to have gotten Ian Hates out there.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, that would have been awesome.
1: No, that would have been very cool. But yeah, that's just one thing. So let's always remember that because we're going to come back to that in a little bit too. So then I went to Infinity War. Now I know what I was getting myself into, all right? Mm -hmm. It's a 10.30 p.m. showing. It's the last showing they have. It's a two-hour and 40-minute-long movie, and that's not including the trailers and everything else, you know, the end credit scene, you know, all that kind of shit. So right there I know, oh, shit, this is in the center of Boston. There's going to be a lot of shitheads here. (laughs) But I had to take the chance because I couldn't let anyone really, really spoil it because I knew I wouldn't see it for a while. So first thing, (laughs) first thing the first. There's a line to get into the theater. Now, keep in mind, we already picked our seats. They were yeah. already paid for. In line, there were people legitimately crying. Oh. <laughs> because they were worried that something was going to happen to their favorite characters or that they couldn't believe that it was finally time to see Infinity War.
2: Man, that's weird. That's Very weird.
1: Up. And let me also make this note. Like I said... 10 30 p.m. showing on a Thursday night. There were absolutely no children, no children hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. If anything, everyone was probably over the age of 18. Yeah. So now you've got people dressed up, you've got people with all their favorite characters, whatever merchandise on, uh-huh. you know, whatnot. Now, I will say, I'll kind of go over that in probably either next week's episode of this or segment of this and the week after maybe, depending on how I want to do it. But one of the segments I'm going to go over is wearing your favorite band's shirt to the show where they're playing. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go over etiquette for that. This kind of runs into that a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, makes sense. So we'll go over that later. When I sat down, I knew there were going to be issues because everyone was loud. Oh, man. Everyone.
2: That's fucking terrible.
1: (laughs) When the lights went down and the trailer started, people clapped. When they played every trailer, people clapped and yelled and shouted and hooted and hollered and whatever the fuck. All the time through. Even when, I don't know if you've seen an IMAX movie, but you know when they do the countdown, 10, 9, 8? Every number, they clapped.
2: This sounds excruciating, man.
1: Yes, and this was not people trying to be ironic. This was not people trying to like, oh, I can't, you know, we're whatever, we're joking around. These were people that were legitimately that excited that they couldn't shut their fucking mouths and keep their hands at their sides.
2: Dude, that's I know. Like when I go to the movie theater, I typically like to watch scary movies in theaters because it's you know it's louder. You get that bigger like jump thrill. Sure, but you have like these punk. Bitch, kids that sit behind you <laughs> in front of you, who talk, yes, during like it, that
1: ruins a scary movie, especially. Oh yeah, for sure. And look, that's why I did not go to theaters to see a quiet place. Yep, because the whole fucking movie's
2: quiet. Movie is quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like gonna be a loud place.
1: Oh, look at that. But um, I'm sure that <laughs> joke's not been made ever. But yes, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so I'm like, look, and I know people might, you know, think in their head like, oh, come on, Ian. They're just trying to have fun. Like, why are you trying to take people's enjoyment out of this? Here's the deal. They are being selfish with their enjoyment because in a movie, you are supposed to be silent. You can gasp. You can laugh. You can do all that. You can emote. You can cry. You know, whatever. But you should never be clapping. You should never be shouting at the screen. And you should never be talking to people. You shouldn't have your cell phone out. I had every single one of those things happen. Not to mention, I had an Asian couple sitting right next to me, and I'm guessing the female of them could not speak any English whatsoever because the guy was talking to her in Japanese the entire movie. So I'm assuming that he was translating for her.
2: Holy shit, man! If you would have said something, you've been big, big racist, Ian well, too. So you're you're just screwed. When I <laughs> did
1: like make like I don't know what do you want to call it. When I did make suggestions that maybe he should be quiet, he pretended yeah. like he didn't know English. Oh god! But there's no way. I mean, he definitely did. Yeah. So right there, I'm not gonna get in a fight in a theater. Or, you know when I want to <laughs> watch the movie. But it's like holy fuck, man. So then. <laughs> Not to mention all the stuff we, you know, I was still holding out a little bit of hope that when in the theater, people would shut the fuck up during the movie and enjoy it because why else would you go?
2: Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no point. It ruins movie theaters, man. That's why I like to watch my own home now.
1: Exactly. And we'll get to that in a second. So when every superhero came on the screen.
2: Oh my God.
1: Everyone clapped and shouted every single time there are like fucking 50 superheroes in this movie yeah i know (laughs) not to mention if any one of them did their one-liners they got an applause break wow but man the movie doesn't take a break the movie still goes so then you miss the lines that they say next so did you did so you didn't
2: really you couldn't even enjoy this movie
1: well, I will say that. Look, I really really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Really. It's a great fucking movie. No one really needs to tell you that. I mean, a really great job on almost every aspect of it.
2: Yeah, so let's so let's assume theaters are gone in 20 years, like 2 years, they're gone and you can just get a movie Thursday night and at your home. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go to the theater for the experience or would you rather sit in your own home and watch?
1: Sit in my own home. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I was talking to someone I know now, for more indie movies, they do on demand at the same time that the oh. movie is released in theaters. I would pay an extra whatever amount to see it in my home. I mean, movie tickets already are expensive enough. Yeah, add another ten bucks on that and let me watch it at home. Now, I know they haven't figured out how to make sure that people aren't inviting tons of people, you know, to their apartments or their houses or that they're not you know, recording it and it will get out. Whenever they figure that out, it will be for the better because I would pay extra money to not have to go out to a theater.
2: Oh, me too, man. Worth every dime. I mean, it's one of those situations where you know you have – I just did this comparison the other day. We have a Walmart in town. I won't go to Walmart because the fucking people. I will pay an extra $4 to go to Kroger's. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: (sighs) Man. I'm glad you understand that. And that's the point of this segment is just to kind of get this stuff off your chest and like talk to people about it. If you're one of those people that do what I'm talking about, you're a selfish piece of shit. Yeah. And your movie going experience should not affect mine. It's not saying that I'm being selfish. It's that there are other people in the theater, too, that are expecting you to shut the fuck up. Okay, here's
2: an idea. What if there was a headphone jack there?
1: Maybe. Though I don't think that would even be enough to drown out what I had to go through.
2: Yeah, you'd have to get some noise canceling. Like yeah. you'd have to be set.
1: Like the stuff we use for podcasting, the stuff yeah. I use for when I'm walking around and listening to music. Yeah. But man, it was tough. And then obviously people know, and I'm not, believe me, I'm not going to go into spoilers. Like I said, bad things happen in the movie. People know that because of there's comic books that already tell you what's supposed to happen anyway so you should know the basics when something bad happened to a couple characters people legitimately stood up in their chairs and yelled what the fuck (laughs) at the screen wow man these are adults these were not children they're adults they should be fucking ashamed of themselves and I hope they're dead (laughs) They give nothing to society. Not a damn thing. I would say eighty-five percent of the people in that theater do nothing for society.
2: I'd agree with that. I, you know, like I said, scary movies, man. Like people talk, it's ruined. Like that's the idea of a scary movie. You have to have that silence, you know,
1: and it's just butchered. Yeah, it's just completely butchered. No pun intended for a horror movie. Nope. But <laughs> it was just that way for two hours and forty minutes plus, and not just like. A little clap. Like, I don't even know if people can hear this. It was more yeah. like this. <laughs> Every single fucking time. Perfect. Oh, man. You can say, hey, Ian, you should know better. Why are you going to the theater on opening night? I already explained that. But then also, why are people talking in a movie? Why are people talking at a comedy show? You wouldn't do that at a play. No. Like, also, at the end... At the fucking end of a movie, when anyone claps, you're a dumb motherfucker. There is (laughs) nobody there that knows you're clapping except for the people in the theater with you. Unless you're watching the movie with the fucking director, there is no reason for you to clap. Except you're telling everyone, I need you all to know how I feel. Yeah. (laughs) And guess what? I don't fucking give a shit how you feel. Nope. You could be wiped all. out the face of the earth and I wouldn't care. <laughs> so fuck you and your opinions. Like yeah. get a fucking podcast. Everyone else has one. Get a podcast and clap after every yep. single fucking thing you say.
2: You're going to I know you're going to insert claps in during this entire episode. Probably.
1: Now. That is <laughs> if I have time to do that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, look, I'm not going to go any more into it. But just know the whole entire motto of this is stop being fucking selfish. Just stop it. Like, there needs to be that time, and I'm like, I'm sounding like Buddy Nielsen here. But there needs to be that kind of rule exception that you're in a movie theater, and if someone is loud, you're allowed to punch them in the face.
2: Yeah, and that applies to, I mean, we can apply it, I mean, especially movies, but I mean, concerts, we've talked about concert etiquette time and time again. True. Um. Comedy shows, apparently. I mean, that would be really painfully annoying.
1: Yeah. And if a comedian's really good, they will stop that person from talking, for sure. Oh, yeah. Now, sometimes they get in trouble for what they say (laughs) when they try and stop a heckler. But, in general, a good comedian knows how to control an audience. Yeah. That's for sure. So, like, Anthony Jeselnik had no problem with the random people that shouted shit out. I'm not saying that, for sure. But... Just think about other people when you're out doing a public activity. That's that's all I'm saying. It is absolutely ridiculous, everything that happened in that movie theater.
2: Silly Ian. This is this is America. Think about other people. You're ridiculous.
1: I am. I'm a ridiculous person. It's true. So <laughs> look, it, it is. It's an etiquette thing. You should think of other people. It's the same as when I go to concerts. I'm 6'5". I don't stand in front of people. Even though I could enjoy the show more, I don't want to block people. Yep. I don't know. It's called thinking about other people. It's really not that difficult to do. Yeah, it's you You,
2: you wouldn't think, right? But I mean, I could, I could go find one of those people right now if I wanted to.
1: Yeah, apparently it is. <laughs> apparently it is. So that is the end of Ian's Insights for this week. Like I said, I will talk about wearing band's merch to their show in another segment. <laughs> yeah. I also... Finally, pretty much, I think, have the whole segment I want to do ready for Twitter and Instagram followers and unfollowers. Oh, yeah? So that will be, yeah, that'll be a good one, I think, too. Okay. The whole etiquette, (laughs) you know, having a program that does it for you. Like, I've had many conversations with people because now I actually send a message to people who do that to me on Instagram. so i have some replies back and everything that i can talk about so i think that'll be fun
2: yeah that'll be great
1: so yeah man all right hopefully everyone enjoyed that kind of real segment right there we'll see how (laughs) we'll see how many death threats i get and whatnot after that but who gives a fuck (laughs) so dave in order to wash that sour taste out of our mouth i think it's time for our favorite part of the show
0: So if you actually think that I have the time to waste on hating anyone, then I've got a little song for you, to express how sorry I am, that I hurt your precious feelings. Hey, you, I don't give a fuck about you, so go and be a little bitch to someone else, and (laughs) go fuck yourself, fuck your bitch.
1: Alright, Dave. It is our favorite part of the show. That means it is album review time. Holy fuck. Some good stuff to talk about here. Let's start with a really quick one. Obviously, last week we did the whole list of what we might talk about. We did cut some of those, so you'll know that as we go on. Yep. But I'm going to make a quick mention about a band called Homewrecker. Hell is here on Good Fight Music. 12 tracks, no filler. No filler. It's dark metal, hardcore, thrash, all low growl vocals. But the reason why we don't really have a whole lot to say about it is because it's just it's fun, angry riffage, it's you know fun breakdowns, whatever. I know this isn't necessarily Dave's style of, you know, hardcore, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, not Dave Core. Not Dave Core, that's for sure. But I don't know. Sometimes I have a lot of fun listening to an angry band that just has good riffs and good breakdowns and brings something a little bit different to that hardcore scene by adding in the metal elements and whatnot. So I enjoyed it, but not enough to be like, I got to listen to that all the fucking time.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And I did listen to it. I'd listen to it through, like I said, not Dave Davecore.
1: No. Well, we always listen to all the albums.
2: Yeah, well, we listen to them all, but this one I did go through again and again uh, to try to get you like, – I want to get into a little bit more of these type of bands, but it's just a little tougher than what I want it to be.
1: I got you, man. But at least you're trying. You're giving it that old Dave try.
3: Oh, yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> so once again, that's Homewrecker. Hell is here on Good Fight Music. Next up, we have Taken with Regret 2. It's an EP, and it's on Other People Records. This is melodic hardcore, five tracks. This is... Their first new material in like fourteen years. These are super vets, obviously in the (laughs) you know melodic hardcore scene, and I think it really shows on this too.
2: Yeah, it's really well done. Um, The the song titles can get a little bit confusing. True, but (laughs) agree. Yeah, but it's, it's well done. That's for sure.
1: Well, also, even though they're probably the first one to have the name, the name taken. Not only is there a movie franchise with that, but then also apparently 15 other bands have the same exact name.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a nightmare to find. I will agree with that.
1: I almost gave up. <laughs> it is very true. But I'm glad I didn't because this EP has a lot of passion. Really great strained, unclean vocals. The instruments are also done really, really well. It's just really strong, melodic, hardcore you can really tell why now they broke up and now they're back together. You know, this took a long time for them to write, but you can tell why they were on the forefront of the scene, why so many bands have taken from them, you know, to make their sound. Is so, there a pun right there?
2: Did you mean to say? Oh, <laughs> I did
1: it. I did. It. Thank you for pointing that out. I was pointing out your puns earlier. You got my puns now. That's why we work so well together. Oh, yeah.
2: I- I'm just wondering why iTunes has this list as alternative. This is not alternative.
1: Really? That's weird. Yeah, you know me. I don't listen on iTunes.
2: (laughs) They're incorrect.
1: No, they are, definitely. But certainly not incorrect with how good this album is. I think everyone needs to check it out, especially if you like melodic hardcore. These guys know what they're doing, and you're really going to enjoy your way through it, for sure.
2: Yeah, man, I I would suggest this to anyone. It's such a short listen, too, so definitely worth your time.
1: So why don't we go ahead and play the track Regret. once again that's taken with regret to it's an ep and it's on other people records now we have sink the ship persevere on good fight music this is their debut album it's easy core pop punk metalcore. 14 tracks no filler except i guess if you want to call it filler which i actually wouldn't it's One acoustic track at the end, which is a version of a previous track. So you get to hear a little difference there. This album comes in at 50 minutes.
2: Yeah, it's a big one, man.
1: It really is. I mean, they came out swinging on this. I was pretty surprised that an easycore band put out a 50-minute debut album.
2: That's crazy, isn't it? Especially the record label debut, everything. Like, this is... This is huge. Fourteen tracks for any band right now is pretty big, and you know this does. Like I said earlier, this is the American version of that band. What's that band? Chunk.
1: No, Captain Chunk.
2: Yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs> well played, it sir. Really,
2: it's an American version of them, and yeah. I love the French version. So I mean, I like this one too.
1: Yeah, and like we mentioned when we played the single a little while ago, they do have a guest appearance by Burt. Of Chunk.
2: No, Captain
1: Chunk. There we go. And Levi of Miss May I. Yep. So very cool. Look, I enjoy this, you know, some cliche lyrics, of course. I mean, I think that kind of comes with the territory when you're doing easy core and whatnot. You know, I wrote a couple down. You know I love you, but fuck you. I thought that was a good (laughs) one. Um, I don't fuck with second chances. I also thought that was good. And then, of course... Saying motherfucker before a big breakdown.
2: Oh, yeah. It's the way to do it.
1: Always fun. And that's the whole point. (laughs) This is fun, fun shit. It's like jump around music, chugging, guitar solos, back and forth, clean and unclean, catchy, anthemic. It's a day to remember, chunk, and I'm not even going to do the bit again. (laughs) A day to remember, chunk, four years strong, you know, old four years strong. It's that classic Easy Core. Yeah, a couple of weeks. And then we cover like Settle Your Scores. It kind of
2: sounded similar to that too.
1: Similar, but I thought this, and actually I think they're maybe not on tour with them, but I think they're doing like their album release show with them. Oh, okay. That would make sense in a way, but I thought this was much tighter than that record. You know what I mean? I agree with that. But both good bands. It was just, this hit me a little bit more, and I think this grew on me as I listened over and over again.
2: Yeah, more the more fun listens we've we've covered in a while.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. And look, some people are going to say it's very formulaic, and it can be easy chord bands can be very formulaic, but that does not mean that it's not fun. That does not mean that there's not talent in both vocals and instruments. I mean, they even threw in guitar solos on here. You don't often hear that in easy chord <laughs> bands. So <laughs> I don't know. I think this would be a really fucking fun band to see live. Oh, for sure. So I definitely recommend if they're doing a full tour, whatever. I was just, I can't get over how impressed I was at how much content they put out for a debut.
2: Yeah. And they marketed this very well. I think I saw it on my newsfeed almost every day.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, good for them then. Yeah. Hopefully they get some traction because I think they deserve it. So let's go ahead and let's play Trust Your Gut. Oh yeah, that's really fun. So, once again, that Sink the Ship, Persevere, on good fight music. Now we've got Royal Coda, with their self-titled release, Royal Coda. This is on Blue Swan Records. This is experimental, alternative rock, ten tracks, one interlude, and then a final track that is a instrumental, Something. I think. It's very, yeah. very strange. Very, very strange. Yeah.
2: Track five, I think, was kind of like a filler, too. Yeah.
1: I think that's the other. That's the one I consider an interlude. Yeah. Yeah. So this is their debut full-length album. This is the new band. I know we've talked about this before, but for anyone that wasn't listening then, it's the new band for Kurt Travis. It's also the new side project for Sergio of Stolas, Cienvar, and Idola, and then also Joseph from A Lot Like Birds and CMVAR. So it is a super group, technically. Yeah, it is. So we make a lot of jokes about Kurt sometimes, you know, about (laughs) sticking around with bands and how long are they going to last and whatnot. But one thing you can say about Kurt is obviously he has a great voice. He has that kind of voice that's very unique in the scene, even with a lot of bands that kind of sound very familiar. You can normally pick out Kurt Travis. Yeah, definitely. He's got those high vocals, you know, but it's not strained like he can comfortably hit the notes that he has to. And it works very well. And everyone here is very talented, like extremely talented. We know that. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something you can like set aside almost. You're like, hey, Uh when I listed the bands that they were in or, you know, we didn't even mention Dance Gavin Dance, you know, for anyone that doesn't know Kurt's background and everything. But all these bands they came from or still are in are great bands. I gotta tell you though, Dave, this might shock you. Yep. I could not get into this whatsoever.
2: No, I agree, man. Really? I All right. actually agree. Wow. Um, I was gonna say I was. I was actually waiting for you. I thought we were gonna argue on opposite sides here. <laughs> um. No, it's it's flat, man. It's just
1: no, Dave. It's round. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. This
2: thing is like ah, uh, it's 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 strenuous to get through, and it's not. There's nothing really memorable here.
1: Right. Yeah. It's as flat as the earth is. That is for sure. (laughs) Let's see if we get anyone talking about that. (laughs) But no, I... Yeah, man, I really tried and... you do. The talent is there, but man, I could not... I mean, all those other bands, I would rather... I mean, I'm not a fan of Stolots. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. But never took away from the talent of that band, but this just doesn't hit me. I could not connect to it whatsoever. I was bored out of my fucking mind. Yeah. If people, if you like this style of music, then maybe you'll get into it. And if you like anything Kurt does, then you'll probably love this as well. But man, I just, yeah, Dave and I, we don't connect to it.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I People thought I for sure would. I mean, it's a blue Swan yeah, band.
1: Right, right. And it's just, I mean, this is where,
2: you know, being a, if you're going to criticize music, you know, I'm not going to be biased about it. I'm going to tell you, it's kind of a letdown, you know, like, yep. um, exp- like we said, all these talented guys, and I'm pretty sure Joseph left a lot of, like birds to do this, honestly. Wow. Um, From what all the forums are saying, and that that's almost offensive to me at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> like this is, this isn't, I don't know, this isn't going to stick around, you know, like this is just forgettable.
1: Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, I didn't see anyone talking about it either. That doesn't no. mean it's, I mean, it doesn't mean it's bad, but yeah, I did. I definitely didn't have people go like, hey man, you got to listen to that new Royal Coda.
2: No, no, I didn't hear about it really at all, you know, um, and you know, I feel sorry for anyone else who's in one of those uh, swan posting groups like I am, but I mean, they weren't even really talking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe this was just like a, hey, we got to put this out because it's a super group and... You know, whatever, but yeah, not our style. So look, if you're okay, I really didn't have a track to play because I really didn't care. No, we don't want to put our listeners to sleep. No, we'll do that on our own. <laughs> so once again, that's Royal Coda with their self-titled Royal Coda on Blue Swan Records. Here we go. Let's get some more vets in here. We've got Hawthorne Heights, Bad Frequencies on Pure Noise Records. This is emo, alternative, pop, punk, pop, rock, 13 tracks, no filler, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And I think if I counted this correctly, this is their 11th album. Man, that's so many. That is crazy. That's absolutely mm-hmm. insane. I never thought, like, they're talented, obviously, but I never oh, thought yeah. I'd be talking about the 11th Hawthorne Heights album.
2: No, I played this for a friend over the weekend. We were driving, and I'm like you know who this is because he's kind of he kind of dipped out for a while sure and um he said like, man this sounds so familiar and i just can't pinpoint it and i told him he's like there's no fucking way they're still making music I'm like yeah man <laughs>
1: yeah this is them that's what they do i mean jt doesn't only do this he also does solo work as well constantly putting out albums they're just they're so rolling and look i like this i this yeah. is really good this is really
2: good. I think I struggled a little bit. There's a couple of tracks where the screams are kind of, I don't know. They're, I don't know if I want to say harsh. They're just kind of gross. <laughs> I don't know. But I
1: still kind of like that.
2: It is, is, almost sound like he was trying too hard to sound like, you know, like the, the previous screamer years well, ago.
1: I mean, that's an homage, maybe. Yeah. You know, possibly. But yeah, I thought this really encapsulated where they were before and kind of showing the direction they're going in now. I mean, they even in the first two tracks they even mention two lyrics from previous, you know, from previous releases. They have I don't want to make it on my own in in gloom and then they say yep. you know you already killed me, you know you killed me well in pink hearts. Yep. So, yep. it's just a little interesting the way they're throwing things in there, but I mean, Just Another Ghost is pretty much back to their screamo roots it is
2: yeah and there's another one on there that really stuck me out stuck out to me like going back it was either the perfect way to fall apart
1: that might or have been edge
2: it. of town but one yeah. of those two really stuck like the old style
1: yeah i also have skylark down for that as well
2: good Dude, this is a good album man like yeah I, there's no hawthorne album that i would say is bad i think all of them have like their shining moments right. and this one's really good
1: yeah. I mean, I, I if you had said to me a long, long time ago, you'd be talking about this on the podcast, I would have said you're fucking nuts. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting that they're able to continue doing this and then really still show where they want to go. Like, you know, JT's voice is definitely on point this whole album. But then he goes even higher in a couple of tracks than I ever expected him to. Right.
2: Pink Arch, he's, really like high. That that voice, his voice is really high in that song.
1: There's another one, I think in Starlight or Starlighter. I think he goes pretty high on that one too. Yep. It's interesting stuff. I almost tripped over my words again there. But yeah, if you it, it doesn't have to be that whole, oh, I only listened to them in high school, like you can listen to them now and still get enjoyment cuz they're still doing well.
2: Yeah, I'm I'd be willing to put my stamp on it now that this is one of the more underrated bands, you know, like I don't know why they don't have to push like a band like, I don't know, Silverstein would. I mean, they've been around about the
1: same amount of time. I think it's because they did change their sound a bit and Silverstein never really did. Yeah, maybe. And plus, JT is very savvy with the music industry, it seems. So he doesn't mind transferring record labels and putting out like one of the things I always think is very interesting about JT is every time I've seen them live, they always have an album coming out. And it's always coming out within like the next two or three weeks. He always has the new album for sale.
2: Huh, okay. You're not supposed
1: to do that. You know, (laughs) like that's not supposed to happen in the record industry, but that's what he does because he knows the most important thing to do is get that music out to everybody.
2: Yeah, I think he really does. He cares a lot, you know, about the fans and stuff like that.
1: Oh, for sure. Now, I've seen him at the Mertz table, he's always back there doing stuff. We talked about the show I went to last week with friends of the yep. show, *Sienna Skies*. If you get a chance, go see *Hawthorne Heights*. They were really good.
2: Yeah, I, I really need to see them, and maybe the day will come. Who knows? I'm hopefully a knockout *Silent Planet* in a couple couple weeks or whatever. But
1: that's true. *Hawthorne
2: Heights*, you're next.
1: You're next. <laughs> On that <laughs> it's note, a
2: terrible movie, horrible movie. But continue. Oh, of
1: course, of course. But <laughs> well, let's give you a little taste. And I was thinking because we played the singles before, let's do Skylark. Sounds good. So once again, that's Hawthorne Heights, Bad Frequencies, on Pure Noise Records. Now we've got Limbs, Father's Son, on Unified Records. This is post-hardcore, hardcore, hardcore, 11 tracks. There's a short intro with vocals, but then also another track that seems like more of an interlude.
2: Yeah, it still has vocals a little bit, too. I think you're talking about the track uh, 12 Stones, I think track 5. Right. Yeah.
1: But it's done in a very, like, let's split the album up kind of way. Yeah,
2: it's well-placed.
1: Yeah, very well-placed, and we'll get to that for sure. This is their first full-length album. And really, they expanded on that EP that they put out in 2017 called Sleep, because I really, really enjoyed that. And they seemed to just overblow that entire thing.
2: Dude, my mind is still blown. (laughs)
1: Very good. I am really glad to hear that.
2: Like this right here, you know, I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say it's my favorite release of the year.
1: Wow. Yeah, man. I'm gonna clap like the people in the theater.
2: Yep, clap for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: This is a great fucking album. Yeah, it just is. Like
2: everything is laid out so well. All the vocals, the structure of each song, the the sequence of the songs, the the content, the intro, the closer. Everything.
1: Yeah, and you know we say these for some bands as well, but they really set the mood very, very well. Like whenever you hear this, like you're in their world. Yeah, man.
2: And that's kind of crazy. Screams you know? like force-fed there at the beginning. The oh yeah. Track.
1: Yep. So good. It's hard-hitting though. The delivery is almost calm. Like they're yeah. not rushing through the album, if that makes sense.
2: No, I've I've had this on repeat so much today. Um yeah. I'm pretty sure I I uh I played this so loud at a <laughs> in a parking lot today. The people beside me had to think I was just nuts. I mean Well, sure. I mean that that's to be. I I've accepted that long ago. But um the I've actually I've been talking to um talking to Chris the vocalist on Instagram for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh he's really Good guy, man. I mean, I think if anyone likes this album, they should reach out to him or the band and just uh, give him a good shout-out, you know? I definitely
1: him. did on Twitter. They wrote back yeah, with a heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, look, for a band who has never put out a full-length album, this is damn incredible. If you read the lyrics, if you listen, it's sort of concept-ish.
2: Yeah, a little bit.
1: Yeah, it seems to be like... Where someone is kind of born into a system that is chosen for them. You know, you could probably easily make the assumption it's religion, you know, something like that. And then dealing with the harm of that situation growing up and realizing that, you know, what your life is now and making some drastic change to get away from it. And I like that, especially for a new band to really focus in on what they're saying yeah man A really good idea there not cliche lyrics not like oh this is just cookie cutter it's more than that you know this is the
2: perfect time for them to release this too i'm gonna i'm gonna really get some shit for this and Uh-oh. i don't really care because i'm because i'm right and they're wrong oh damn. this is uh, this is what i wanted under oath to be right okay right this is and they're on tour with them and if they play this music It's better than theirs, so (laughs) I I, I don't care what I get for that. Well, this album
1: is better than Under Oath's new album.
2: Oh, yeah, without a doubt.
1: I wanted to, the reason why I actually have Under Oath that I want to talk about, because I thought that the vocals sounded very old school Under Oath. And then add in there some fucking Norma Jean in there, and now you've got Limbs and i was yep. like holy shit what a great combination
2: yeah dude like this is um certified gold
1: i'm hearing some random were those cat noises in the background
2: no that's actually a a 4 year old girl oh. she sounds like a cat
1: she i think she's outside same difference but anyways i thought this was done excellently not only that one of the things i wanted to mention too because i ended up like reading a short like blurb yeah that chris i think was talking and yep. when I first listened through this, I said, wow, compared to everything we listen to, that's barely produced at all. Yeah, man. It's like raw and you get this feeling like you're seeing them live, like it is so well done. And then I read that that's what he wanted, that he didn't want the album produced basically whatsoever because he's sick and tired of hearing bands that overproduce and that no one could actually play live
2: yeah dude in the
1: beginning of that that
2: song we talked about i think like 12 stones or whatever that kind of a filler but it's a perfectly placed song mm-hmm. or track it sounds so sweet you know yeah. it's kind of like a rain or like a water or something like that it's sure. it's just it's, it has a, a crazy sound that i really haven't heard too much through my headphones i think i've heard it <laughs> once and i think suffer did it once yeah but it's definitely i mean they they went all out with this
1: no, they really did, but they went all out by not doing as much.
2: Yeah, they were just themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it just it went a long way.
1: Yeah, man. Great mix of the cleans and uncleans like we mentioned, you know, similar to Under Oath. Not as clean with those cleans obviously, but no. like the sound of the unclean vocals was very Under Oath-ish. What I want to also point out, crazy drumming.
2: Oh my god,
1: man. It was so much fun listening to that drumming. I just love this whole thing. I was so happy to hear this, especially following up Sleep with this, because yeah. I really liked Sleep. But then add this into it, this is a band you have to see. You have to see this band live. You have to hear this band now.
2: Yeah, man. And I, I did see them live on one of their tours with Hail the Sun. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it, it they are the craziest band I have ever seen live.
1: <laughs> I am not surprised not one <laughs> bit. So yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about this. I only have good things to say. I can't stop listening to this it's so fucking yep. good. So Dave, what track would you recommend?
2: Right now my favorite track is track 3, ABBA.
1: Let's do it. I So once again that's limbs father's son on unified records. All right Dave and now a fun maybe surprise for people if they didn't listen to last week's show. Victory Records was nice enough to send over the brand new not yet released album by Dead Girls Academy. It's called Alchemy and it comes out on June 15th. So you're getting a very very early review of this album so this is a post-hardcore pop rock with a taste of glam rock band 11 tracks no filler it's also the debut full length one thing we had mentioned before ronnie Radke is one of the producers for this
2: yeah and i mean you can definitely tell i think we we said that when the single we reviewed um what a good listen to man
1: yeah no i thought so as well So this is, and this is something I mentioned last week very briefly, but this is Michael Orlando, and most people know him as Michael Vampire from Vampires Mm -hmm. Everywhere. So this is his brand new band, and let me also just make a mention right now, and I don't think I've ever said this before, but I've been thinking (laughs) it forever. What a great fucking name for a band Dead Girls Academy is.
2: Yeah, I mean, the merch ideas are endless with that, man.
1: It really is. (laughs) Great marketing by Michael, that's for sure. No doubt about that. But it seems weird, you know, talking about Limbs and then talking about this. They're two very different albums. But I also really love this because this is one of my favorite styles of post-hardcore. I have so many favorites in post-hardcore. But it's one of my favorites because this reminds me of early Escape the Fate. This reminds me (laughs) of Beyond Unbroken. And this reminds me a little bit Of I Am Ghost. And that's my style.
2: Dude, I was going to say, this is what I wanted Escape the Fate to sound like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And they did sound like this, which is why you can always go back to the old stuff. But yeah, this for anyone who was like, oh, no, I didn't like the way Escape the Fate's new album came out. Like, whatever. Here's a (laughs) band to fill that void and overcome that void.
2: So everyone, basically. (laughs) Oh,
1: Dave. Oh, Dave. But you're not wrong. But (laughs) (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed so many listens through this. I I, it's hard to say, like, you know, some people might be turned off from like, you know, the vampires everywhere thing. You know, these guys now, it's not like they have the makeup on or, you know, they're not playing any part. They just do like the leather jacket thing. And, you know, like the way Ronnie Radke did his thing back in the day. This is similar to that. Yeah,
2: it's very similar. I mean, you can even see with like music videos and stuff like that. Um and I I think this band they're in good hands as well. Oh yeah. Um I think they're going to do things, man. I think they're actually going to progress mm-hmm. and actually get on some good tours with this type of style.
1: Yeah. I think this does set them apart from a lot of bands. And I think that's the issue that you're going to have with a lot of bands right now obviously is that a lot of people sound the same. We know that. You know, even if we like it, you got to be honest with yourself. You know that. Yeah. This band right now, they're touring. I don't know how many people really sound like them besides Beyond Unbroken, but that's because two original members of Escape the Fate are in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see them as a copy band. I see them as playing the type of music that they love. It just happens to almost be like a throwback. Yeah, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Absolutely. Now, everything here on this album was delivered with like a lot of confidence. I think I get yeah. that from Michael Orlando a lot is that he knows what he wants to do. It's easy for him to do it and it just comes naturally.
2: Yeah, you can you can definitely tell, man. Like the vocals are so they're just well done, man. Like all the, like the melodies, everything oh, yeah. like just so catchy.
1: Catchy, melody driven like you mentioned, anthemic. Yeah. You know, I like that word anthemic because Uh you know that means when you go see a band live, you're going to be able to catch on and you're going to be able to enjoy it with the band. Yep. And they do a great job with that. So I'm very, once again, very similar with Limbs. I'm very impressed by this being a debut. Same with uh, Sink the Ship. This is a debut full length album where everyone's going all out.
2: Yeah, dude, this is a good week. I'm impressed
1: this week. Absolutely. I'm still going to be listening to this album. But what I like is that everyone now has like a long time to pre order. Like this album doesn't come out for like a month and a half. Yeah. So
2: definitely worth the money, man.
1: Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. And I think seeing this band live too, because I saw them live when I didn't know who they were and they were good. So when you don't know who a band is and they're still doing well, you know, you're getting something out of that. So I am only allowed to play the singles that we've already played uh-huh because they haven't you know they've got to do their release schedule and everything yeah so i'm going to go ahead and play i'll find a way <laughs> Damn, man. Really good stuff. So once again, that's Dead Girls Academy with Alchemy on Victory Records. It comes out June 15th. So keep that date in mind. Go pre-order right now. Victory is doing a really good job with this band. So it was very nice of them to send this along. They knew I was a fan. And obviously, it worked out well because I really love the album. So
2: Yep, all played in our favor. We Yeah, they definitely need a good push.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think they'll get it. All right, Dave. That is the end of album reviews. Feeling pretty good. I am too, man. Uh, how do you feel about next week? That's what we got to look up right now. So for next week, I think this is an issue probably. It is. I think it's May <laughs> May 4, right? Uh, Yep. We've got Parkway Drive, The Word Alive, and Comeback Kid, but it's a 7-inch, so I don't even know if we'll be talking about that. I doubt it. Yeah, so we might have a pretty lean week next week, unless we're missing something.
2: I'm sure we're missing probably like two, but I mean, we'll
1: see. It always ends up happening. Like, we think yeah. we've got this amount, <laughs> and then there are five more albums. on the list. Yeah. So we're like, oh, Facebook shit.
2: Facebook lets me know what came out. I'm like, oh, shit.
1: Shit, we forgot about this one. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I think we're good for right now. We talked a shit ton, but we have way more to get into so, Dave, how about we get to some scene news? Let's go.
0: Do You think we're gonna kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take yourself self righteous puzzle, wanna be right be a candy out pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass!
1: All right, Dave, it is scene news time, and we're kind of going to run through these. I don't know what's going on with scene news. There yeah, doesn't know, seem man. to be a lot.
2: It, it might, might be a good thing, too, because most of the time, uh, if it's in the news, it's mostly it's bad <laughs> for when we're covering something anymore. So <laughs> no, that's I want to stay away from it.
1: That is very true. So let's start off really quick with the band, The Beautiful Exchange. They actually exchanged vocalists. No, Like what I did there? I see what you did there. I'm a professional. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any bad blood. The lead guy is stepping down after like two more shows, and then their new guy is stepping up. So I don't know. I liked their last album. That was out, I think, in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, I hope for the best for them. They didn't really go into details, but it seemed like everyone's on amicable terms and everything.
2: Yeah, always a good thing.
1: Yeah, then another nice story here we have a benefit show for Caleb Schofield, who we had talked about what was it, three, four episodes ago? Yeah,
2: yeah, three episodes ago.
1: He was in the band Caven, he had that terrible accident, fiery car wreck on the turnpike, or yeah, somewhere here in Mass. I think it was like, yeah, outside Beverly or something, and he passed away very suddenly. So Kaven got together with Old Man Gloom, Converge, Young Widows, and the Cancer Conspiracy to put on a benefit that will one hundred percent go to his family. That's good. Yeah. That's the way to do it. It's really good. And by the way, I was like, I was at a wedding and then I saw the announcement. I was like, Oh, let me get a ticket to that. They sold out so fucking quick. That's sweet. Yeah, it's it's done. Like you are not going to that show. So Good for them. Hopefully, you know, that's a lot of money that the family's going to get. It just, it sucks that they go through it, but it's nice when they do something for the family of someone that passes unexpectedly.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's not not much you can do, but that is definitely um, a big help.
1: Absolutely. Another quick one here. It turns out that Silent Planet's new album is apparently 100% done. Oh, boy. And I should be saying friend of the show, Silent yep. Planet, because that is what they are.
2: I mean he's a friend of like everyone, man. Yeah,
1: that's true. It's almost like <laughs> that's why I don't say it. It's because he's just a friend to the world. Yeah, he is. Maybe the only person he's not is Donald Trump.
2: <laughs>
1: but even yeah. then, I'm sure he would still show him courtesy. He would. So yeah, man, I'm hoping that first of all, that you get to see them live. And oh, second, yeah. that they play some new songs when you see them live.
2: I, I bet they will. I, I feel like uh, the way this is all timed, I, I'm sure we'll get at least one new song.
1: Yeah, but no date set on release. Nope, not yet. Not yet. But I am looking forward to those bundles. That is for sure. Oh,
2: yeah. i take my money.
1: Yep, take it. <laughs> take it all. Be better than Under Oath, <laughs> please. Thank you. And before we get into an actual talk about things, let's quickly go over why AP Blows. Really quick. We haven't done one of these for a little while because we've kind of tried not to pay attention to them. But how can you not pay attention when they have two amazing stories that's keeping them afloat? One is there's a huge issue because Patty Walters of As It Is and Crazy88 changed his hairstyle. And apparently, because of that, it brought all the emo out of us, Dave. All oh. of the emo. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a news article. Wow. Yep. So skipping right past that one. (laughs) To the next one. (laughs) Happy anniversary to a picture of Pete Wentz, a Fall Out Boy, that happens to have a fat, out of shape Bruno Mars in the background.
2: Oh, wow. I I needed that.
1: It was taken 10 years ago, Dave. Oh, wow. 10 years ago, and it deserves a new story. I am so thankful. That AP is around to let us know that. There's so much talent in one photo. Oh, so much. Those are Grammy (laughs) award winners. (laughs) Sadly enough. (laughs) But once again, thank you so much, AP, for existing. You're killing it. Oh, for sure. Keep going. Keep it up. Keep keep getting people to listen to this show. (laughs) And then lastly, we have a relatively interesting story here. I'm sure people read a little bit about it. Chelsea Grin had a huge shakeup. And I guess, you know, from the story we told before about Alex going into rehab and, you know, doing that whole weird, like, farewell almost about how he was very sick and he needed help and never really mentioning alcoholism or any of that kind of stuff. It turns out that that is what he was in rehab for depression and alcoholism. And because of that, he has now stepped down from Chelsea Grin. Yep. And then Chelsea Grin also made the announcement that their guitarist also left the band. And I am blanking on what his name is right now.
2: This is a huge article. It's Jacob. Jacob, Jacob is the
1: guitarist, yeah, who left as well. So one of the big announcements is that they are going to continue on as a four-piece, which I think is very interesting for their style of music. Yeah, yeah. But the other announcement is that they have replaced Alex with a brand new vocalist. And we'll get to that in a second. Yep. Their statement to everyone was very like, hey, we care about Alex too much. And Alex decided to step away from the band. We wish him the best. Same with Jacob. No hard feelings, all that kind of stuff. We've replaced Alex and we are going on. Alex's statement was a little bit more in-depth. And it seems, even though I'm sure he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers right now, it seems like it wasn't really his choice. Yeah, yeah, it really wasn't his choice. But in a way, I totally understand that because he's probably yeah. not in the right mindset to be making that decision to continue with the band.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a... Sure, a band works like a democracy. I mean, if everyone wants to move on... I think it's best to just move on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and in a way, they are correct. If they're going to go out on tour you know, for the new album coming out, that is a terrible place for someone who is trying to get sober or stay sober to be out on, for sure.
2: Yeah, you don't want to be there.
1: The other thing that I thought was interesting was when they showed up to talk to him while he was in rehab, they told him that the album was complete. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now, I don't know if that meant that they used all of his lyrics and all of his vocals to make it, or if they brought the new guy in and just did it without him. Man. Cold. And if I'm not mistaken, it does not go into that in either of these articles. Nope. So that's my question. (laughs) Is if they just brought this guy in and we're like, fuck everything Alex did. You're just redoing (laughs) everything, which is a complete possibility. Yeah, just do what he did but better. How yes. about that? <laughs> so we kind of, you know, we we buried the lead. there. Buried it. We buried yep. it so far deep. The new vocalist for Chelsea Grin is Tom Barber of Lorna Shore. Ah, yes. Now that's kind of strange because first of all, they're relatively similar bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, Tom was the founder. And has been in Lorna Shore for eight years. Uh Uh-huh. That's a long time to leave the band that you started to join another band.
2: Yeah, that sounds similar. Yeah. That's a weird move. Bold strategy, cop. (laughs)
1: Let's see if it pays off for him. (laughs) But look at you making references. But (laughs) I'm guessing that money talks.
2: Yes, it does. Because
1: I'm sure Lorna Shore was not making anywhere near the money. That Chelsea no. Grin has on the table. No, sir. That's only my opinion. I don't know any Ooh, background information on that, but yeah, I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. But Lorna Shore also made a little bit of announcement, too. They said that a chapter of the band has been shut forever. However, our story has just begun to unfold, which is relatively cliche, but anyways, then they go, There is no way we could ever turn our backs on the people who have made this band who we are
2: yeah that's not a shot (laughs) yeah it's a shot
1: yep i don't know what else is shots fired shots fired so we'll see how that goes maybe we're gonna have to deal with you know weird issues from now on between lorna shore and chelsea grin but in new songs we will talk about the new chelsea grin track yes sir but In new songs, we will not be talking about the new Grudges track.
2: Okay, fair enough.
1: Because (laughs) that is awful. (laughs) So for anyone that doesn't know, Grudges is the new band or the new persona of Alex, who is now ex-Chelsea Grin. He put out this track where he basically says at the beginning of it, don't call me Alex, call me Grudges. Ooh, and I got deuce chills yes. all up and right down now. my arms. Yeah, right now, the track is called "Misery," featuring Mystique, and not the Ooh. Mystique from X Men.
2: X Men? Oh, all right. nope.
1: God, I beat you to the point there. <laughs> but man, this was really, really bad. Yes, it was. And I'm going <laughs> to tell him right now. Congratulations on being three months sober. Yeah. But you gotta work on that fucking music because that yes, is fucking do, awful. That is one of like <laughs> that's bad wolves level. Like I would rather listen to this than bad wolves probably, but that is very, very close. Yeah, man.
2: I, I someone mentioned bad wolves like twice over the over the weekend and it, it I just lashed out at them and I'm like, whoa, easy. <laughs> I did, man. Two people.
1: Good. They deserved it. They definitely did. Sure. But yeah, I mean, go ahead and listen to that track if you like. See what Alex is doing. Hopefully this helps with his rehab. In the song, he specifically mentions, you know, life making you want to take a drink. So he's using personal experience, but then there's weird rapping in it, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, too much, too much. Too much indeed. So good luck for him. Well done being three months sober. You guys start somewhere, so hopefully this continues and he gets his life together and everything. But it'll be interesting what... All three of them do, I guess. Grudges, Chelsea Grin, and Lorna Shore. Yep. But yeah, Dave, I believe that is the end of scene news. Am I correct? You are correct. That means it's time for new songs. All right, everyone. It is new song time, and we begin tonight with Chelsea Grin. Dead Rose. This is the first track with new vocalist Tom Barber, formerly of Lorna Shore. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from seven dust this is medicated the album all i see is war comes out may 11 on rise records let's take a listen Now we have the agony scene, Hand of the Divine. The album Tormentor comes out July 20 on Outer Loop Records slash Cooking Vinyl. Let's take a listen. Now we have At the Gates, Daggers of the Black Haze. The album To Drink from the Night Itself comes out May 18 on Century Media Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Devil Driver Country Heroes featuring Hank III. The album Outlaws Till the End, Volume 1, comes out July 6th on Napalm Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from Bullet for My Valentine. This is Peace of Me. The album Gravity comes out June 29 on Search and Destroy slash Spinefarm Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from TLE. This is, Now You Will Go to Sleep, or I Will Put You to Sleep. You're in my world now, kiddo, on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. Now we have The Northern with Sam Sarah on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Now the new one from Parkway Drive, this is Prey. The album Reverence comes out May 4 on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Villain of the Story, Too Far Gone. The new album is coming this fall. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Varsity. This is Neon. Let's take a listen. Nobody likes it when you
3: tell the truth.
1: Now we have Light This City, Terminal Bloom. The album Terminal Bloom comes out May 25 on Creator Destructor Records. Let's take a listen. And now the new one from Dream on Dreamer, this is Runaway. The new album, It Comes, It Goes, should be out on May 25. Let's take a listen.
0: A week ago when I was lost, I found my head in the same old spot. I can control myself, I can control myself. How can I find whatever was lost? How can you try when you feel so numb? Or nothing at all? Or nothing at all? You can always say, you can always feel.
1: All right, Dave, we just heard a shit ton of new songs. What do you got?
2: Man, a lot of these songs are kind of in the same realm.
1: <laughs> There's a little bit. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, but um, I really, really like the Varsity track. Me too. Of course. I was trying to weigh it against Promises, Promises. Yeah. I think I like Promises more, but I yeah. also like this too. Like, If they keep on doing this, they're going to be in really good shape. This is some really good shit.
2: Yeah, man. And uh, since we were just talking about it, how do you feel about the Chelsea
1: grin song? I thought they came with the heavy right Dude, out the bat. Heavy song. Oh that was God. heavy, and it started with like a horror movie Scream, so they got me uh-huh. right away. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine I with that. that. You? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I did not dislike it, for sure. So I, I'm yep. interested to see what the rest of that album comes out like, because that was Tom on that new track. <laughs> yeah. So pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Seven Dust, new song, Yay or Nay. I give it a yay. Yeah, I give it a yay.
1: I don't I mean, I, think any of these singles have been as strong as the first one. No. But good still, though.
2: Good, yeah. That yeah. first single, man. They knew what they were doing. Oh, they really did.
1: <laughs> that is true. They got us hooked in. Yes,
2: they did. Um, let's skip down here. Let bullet for my Valentine, man.
1: You know what? This one didn't get me. This one got me okay. again. Oh. So all right. it's kind of weird for me to say. <laughs> Well, normally I am a fan, but I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I didn't connect with this one. They are going around on that big tour where they didn't announce their special guests. So I'll probably get a ticket for that. Yep. They are actually touring in Boston, which is kind of crazy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've been jamming to the villain of the story song for a while now. Um, I know we just covered it probably because it was just now finally released on Apple Music. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, very true. They have like two new singles out, so maybe we'll cover the other one at another point. But I like their previous release, and I yeah. think they might have added a little bit more radio rock into this, but it still wouldn't be played on the radio.
2: No, no, no. Uh, too far gone. It just, it's just—it's a Cane Hill song. So <laughs> well, it's a Kane Hill
1: song and album. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that was a little weird. That definitely was, but I enjoyed it. I definitely did. Um, TLE. So, I'm assuming you love this yeah yeah it's 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 fun, <laughs> yeah, they're like I like hearing Sean do whatever, and yeah. I like hearing Sean do like pop punk, you know whatever. they're targeting a demo that I think is very interesting, it but is. I will never be able to relate to those lyrics, yeah, yeah, so I mean, look, I know there are definitely. You know albums and stuff where it basically the whole thing is murdering people like I guess I don't technically relate to King A Ten, but I still really <laughs> yeah. like what they do but it's just one of those things I think I relate more to murder than raising children.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what you're that's what you're getting at.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think they're doing well, but yeah, I would assume that this relates more to you.
2: Yeah, and it's a fun lesson and it's 100% true. what else you got um i still don't like parkway drive (laughs) i
1: don't know how i feel about them
2: yeah i'm not looking forward to next week
1: see i kind of am because i think they're going to surprise us i hope man i think they're going in so many different directions that it might be interesting yeah
2: it'll be interesting we'll put it like that
1: yeah that's the way i look at it
2: um dream on dreamer this is another song that that it's kind of the same feel it's kind of like spoken word and soft but also kind of has some melodies in there it's it's different
1: i liked it yeah i'm looking forward to that album i think that album's gonna be really good no i mean they're going in some i don't know they're similar but then it's a little bit different i don't know i i want to reserve judgment for the album but i like what they're doing right now
2: yeah I just found it weird they put out two songs that kind of sounded
1: similar. Maybe I who knows. Maybe I don't want to. I don't want to say this really, but maybe it'll be like a hands like houses type thing where all of them sound the same
2: <laughs> for every album. For every album ever.
1: <laughs> Please no. No, I hope not. I hope not. But yeah, I I'm trying to look down the list of things because we had so many. I mean, I like the heavy stuff this week. Yeah, there's a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah, I liked At The Gates. I liked the agony scene. I thought that was awesome that they're back and they sound like exactly the same. I think that's yeah. ridiculous, but it's awesome. <laughs> I even liked the Devil Driver. Like really? that gave me hope. Yeah, that gave me hope that, that the rest of that album is gonna actually be good. <laughs> I was shocked. Uh, shocked, I, I tell I was you.
2: Shocked. I didn't get any side notes on the on the Layout sheet from you this week that said fuck this band anywhere. I was kinda let down.
1: No, all these bands I am okay with promoting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also Light the Sky. Yeah. Or sorry. I said Light the Sky. Uh, wait, Light did the... we talk about Light the Sky last week? For some reason that's in my mind. Light the City. Uh, yeah. Light the City is who we talked about this week. And there's some really good like drumming guitar stuff in there.
2: Yeah. They're cool so- cool song name, Terminal Bloom
1: yeah i like that too you see that like on a tramp stamp be really yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then also now this was a band i think you had issues with in the past what do you think of the new the northern with their brand new vocalist
2: um better better all right better
1: i'll say similar to me i i didn't dislike them So this is interesting, but I am worried that they like to pigeonhole themselves into very formulaic stuff. Yeah. That's my concern for them. Yeah. But yeah, man, all in all, I originally wasn't very interested in this week. And then once I listened to everything, I was like, holy shit, this is actually pretty damn good.
2: Yeah, it was really good, especially albums, man. That was a good week.
1: No, I totally agree. So, Dave, I don't know. Are we done? Done. Holy crap. All right, Dave, let's end this. Dave, 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 end of the show time. Do that thing you do.
2: All right, buy this episode when it comes out. Who knows? Kurt Travis might not be in the band Royal Code anymore. Did you say uh,
1: buy this up? Oh, I thought you meant literally purchase this episode. I was about to say, Dave, it's free. (laughs) People you didn't know? Buy it. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> Reference. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. So, uh, make sure you check out all the albums. We mentioned some good albums this week. Definitely go back and check them out. For sure. Um, Pre-order Dead Girls Academy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't be disappointed. Uh, money so. will spend. Absolutely. Oh, by um, the way, Dave.
1: While we're on that, we should actually make a mention. I think because we did the review last week, yeah. you know, we kind of just were finished with it. But yep. the new the bunny the bear.
2: Oh yes. A you know, we had that
1: out. yeah, we had that early review last week, but that is now officially out. So make sure you pick that up. I am blanking right now on what the name of it is again. For some reason I tripped on that like a million fucking times. <laughs> I can tell you every other Bunny the Bear album where for some you reason have to die a few times EP. There you go. You have to die a few times EP on tough luck music. It is really damn good. If you like poppy electronic core, there is no reason not to like that. And I've been a Bunny (laughs) the Bear fan for so long. If you are a hater out there and you are listening to the show, and I don't mean a hater of the Bunny the Bear. I mean you're one of our loyal listeners. and you don't get the Bunny the Bear, then you go ahead and you message me. all right? (laughs) And I will let you know what to listen to so that you will always love this band and it will change your entire opinion on music. Yep. Yes, sir. There we go. So, Dave, sorry. Back to what you were saying.
2: Yeah, if you haven't checked out Ian's recent conversations, be sure to do that. He put out a couple good ones. Um, I know Adam on Skinny with Mike and Adam went crazy over the Mikey episode, so <laughs> good job for that.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: That's probably going to be a lot of people's favorites, honestly, man. Um,
1: Unless you hate episode. Mikey Sawyer. Oh, and he, then, you hate his ass? Yeah. And then he just blocked me on Twitter, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hate this guy so much I'll block him. Yep. Um but yeah, um follow us. Uh make sure to message us from hate mail. We didn't have any of this meet kind of this week kind of pisses me well, off. Oh, we
1: do. We have a couple that were sending kind of last minute, but I have to okay. reformat them and then get them to you. Okay, sounds good. So we'll be good. But yes, you are correct. Everyone just send your questions cuz even if we don't get them that exact week, we will yeah. still do them.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll always do. It It doesn't matter what it is. We'll cover it. We've covered some ridiculous shit on here.
1: We do cover some ridiculous shit. That is true. So on that note for people, anyone that wants to get in contact with us for any reasons, Dave is on Instagram, at Dave of Doom. Ian Hates is on Instagram and Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, no S, at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then also you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. That way, hate mail, bunny the bear, tell us how great Dead Girls Academy is, tell us how great Limbs is, whatever. You can always talk to us through all of those means. And hopefully my voice is held up. I have really enjoyed talking on the show, but I feel like my voice is weird. Maybe it's because I went to that wedding. Yeah. (laughs) It's just no rest, man. It's the only time I've had technical rest from the show. Because I literally <laughs> was doing so much for the wedding that I could not edit anything. Yeah. Which is a possibility. But back to the conversations. Like Dave said, I just put out the Mikey Sawyer from Misfortune. It's a whole in depth interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Even if you hate Mikey Sawyer, you will still learn something. Yeah. If you listen to it. So I'll put that out there. There are still way more to come. I actually stopped scheduling interviews because I have so many that I have to get to but the people that I will be reaching out to and the people that and the people that have reached out to me holy shit you guys are going to be blown away
2: yes sir can't wait
1: yeah and there are a few really good ones I have right now in the queue that I'm trying to get out there I just it's really weird having a life really gets (laughs) in the way of doing all of this yeah And what's funny is you have to have a life in order to talk about the show. Like, in order to do the show, you have to be doing something with your life. Yep.
2: Hell, I'm getting married this weekend.
1: Holy fuck. Yeah. Are you going to take time off for a honeymoon?
2: I doubt it, man. (laughs) Got to save money for the child.
1: (laughs) See, that's a workaholic right there, folks. That is Dave, baby. Dave of Doom. (laughs) So, Dave, anything else going on?
2: Uh, No, man. Busy as hell. Weddings shit, yep, um it it's consumed this week, all
1: consuming, yes, I don't weddings, envy you, course. yeah, I don't envy you whatsoever, yeah, it's craziness. Weddings are <laughs> fucking nuts, yeah, man, they it's, really are
2: people get heated, man,
1: oh yeah, no, absolutely, they definitely <laughs> do, so anyways, I think we can end the show tonight this way. I think that kind of works. We went through a shit ton of stuff, hopefully. Let me know, did you like Ian's Insights? Would you like more Ian's Insights? Plus, maybe next week we have another surprise question round. I have no idea.
2: Ooh, some rapid
1: fire, maybe. Maybe. And we got to come up with a new segment for that, though, like a name. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of rapid fire.
2: Okay, I'll get something good.
1: But other than that, Dave, I think we are all good. Thank you to everyone out there who's been listening. Please continue to like and share. You know what we haven't gotten in a while? How about you write a review? Ooh. You know, every once in a while I see these other podcasts that are in the similar, I'm gonna say quote unquote similar vein as yeah. us. We've been doing it for longer. We're better, and yet somehow they have more reviews and they have more likes and all that kind of shit. How does that happen?
2: Yeah. I- I have no idea, man.
1: Let's get this thing moving. Dave and I need compliments. (laughs) All right, what are we doing this for if we're not getting compliments? That makes no sense. It's all about us. Yeah, man, we're selfish as fuck. (laughs) Dave, do you have any final words for everyone?
2: Oh, you know, don't be a dick.
1: And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.